This is your safe haven for strong opinions and escape from respectability. I'm your host, Goody, a woman with a unique perspective, labeled as too odd, too strong, too much. My gospel is freedom of expression. And because there can be no freedom without truth, my approach is truth through transparency. Welcome to Goody's Gospel. Let's get free. Welcome to Goody's Gospel. Uh, It's me, Goody. I know I made some promises, promises, like I promised to drop in February, then I dropped something in February. Hated it. Um, Why did I hate it? I love to talk, but talking by myself can be a bit challenging because I really do feed off of other people. I'm going to have to get over that. That's a bit of a crutch. But speaking of crutches, what I did was I brought my man Joel with me, so he's going to rock out. He going to help me through this rough patch because they say if you're going to do it, do it scared. So here we are. Um, She's jumping in. She's jumping jumping in. in Again, Mm -hmm. carelessly. Uh, Y'all about to get tired with me because if you know me, you know I'm I'm the chatter that matters. Um, (laughs) So here we are. Say hi, Joel. What it do, people? How y'all doing today? So see, I'm here um, almost as Goody's uh, responsibility fairy. Like I'm going to keep her on her. With my accountability partner. I am her accountability partner. You know, I am the Jiminy Cricket to her Pinocchio. Like it's going to get. Yeah, why you got me as the big nose liar, fam? I mean, well, that's how people associate Jiminy Cricket. You know what I mean? Okay, sir. Let's let's move on. <laughs> hey, the good news. Check it out. Current events. What's popping in the world of current things popping? First of all, the year's almost over. We're about to head into August. Seriously, half the year done already. This is crazy. We are kind of leaving the pandemic, but kind of being uh threatened with Going back into something, uh, people are getting sick again. There's a spike. We have the Delta 8 variant of the COVID-19 virus spreading. We have people who are vaccinated. Dr. Fauci just said not too long ago that those who are vaccinated still carry enough of the virus in their nasal passages to pass the virus on. Um, to those who are not vaccinated. I'm vaccinated, but that's just me. You know, I'm not here to tell people how to live their lives, but I would like for everyone to at least stay masked up so that we can avoid what we had in 2020. What's swimming around in your head, Joel? (sighs) So, of course, you know, with the world pretending like it can open back up the way it used to be, that means nigga shit is about a foot. Niggas are niggering. The nigger tree is at an all-time high. So why do I say that? We just recently had Rolling Loud this past weekend. You know, automatically, if we're just talking about the Delta variant, we, that means there was a huge outdoor concert, thousands of people attending, all to see some of their favorite artists. And, you know, people have been tired of being stuck inside the house. Like, they, they're ready to be outside. They're ready to be outside. So, you know, that's already strike one right then and there to see thousands of people just right all on top of each other out to just be at a good old festival. And the Gucci and Louis mask? And, the, and all of it. All of it. You know, the, the Hermes mask, you know. 
Hermes face mask, the, the one that just looks like some cyborg stuff from like Ghost Runner or something like that. You know, just everybody just out there just doing whatever they do. So what stands yeah. out to you? Um... So what stood out to me the most was um, obviously um, there has been some contention between Megan Stallion and the, the baby because baby basically featured on a song with Tory Lanez after the dispute between Megan and Tory last year, where Tory allegedly shot Megan in the foot. And although everybody has their opinions about what happened, for the most part, the consensus was, fuck Tory. But when we talk about niggas, niggas are like roaches. They don't die. So. Here he comes, crawling his ass. Crawling his way back. From the dark corner that he was in. Exactly. Also known as Canada. Exactly. Or as the way he did it on um, Jack Harlow's remix, Canada. Canada. Exactly. So basically, both Megan and the baby were at Rolling Loud. The baby went right after Megan, who had, like, what I was told as a very fire set and everything like that, just having a great time. So. Issue number one, he brings out Tory Lanez. Right he's within, he's, he's within his right to bring out Tory Lanez. You don't have he's, a problem with him? He's within his rights to bring it out. But especially... It's in poor taste. It, it's in poor taste, especially at a place like Rolling Loud, especially because it was his set was right after Megan's set. So that's almost like whether people want to say it or not, that's pouring salt in the wounds, at least in the streets. You know, that's pouring salt in streets. the wounds, but... um. Yeah. I think before we even get there, we we're gonna have to own that the baby's a bit problematic. He um, is, and that's where I was about to get into. Wait, um, but before we even get to that level yeah. of like, he's just being—he's like Shrek right now. Like he's an onion. He has layers of oh toxicity. yes. So oh, yes, didn't he recently kind of give a shout out or acknowledge that you know he shot somebody in Walmart? And like they both shot somebody, both him and Tory Lanez. He's just in poor taste right now. Yes. And that's rooted in him being upset. Um, We're going to get to this later, but he's a short dude. I really (laughs) think that, you know, and fellas, you know, I am five foot three. You are five, seven. You are towering over me. However, I do know that I know I have a Napoleon complex of sorts, but I believe his acting out in so far as the Megan, the stallion thing is he don't like the way her man spoke to her, to Mm -hmm. him. But at the same time, clearly just his disposition, his behavior shows us that the way he was spoken to for violating Megan is the way he would speak to somebody he felt violated somebody he cared about. Very much so. He would speak to them. He would slap them in the face. He would shoot them. So, you know, perspective. But go on, carry on with uh, the other layer. So I would generally say over this last year, the... Baby has been exposing many chinks in his armor. You know, when he first came out, little nigga was a was a force onto himself. Like he was really he he corn he created and cornered a lame in hip hop that wasn't necessarily being touched. He he just seemed to be the happy Negro. He was he happy, big ass smile, pretty big ass smile. smile, pretty big ass smile, handsome, bringing in all these cool vibes. The ladies were loving it. He was bringing in all the fun. You know, so when him and Megan started making music together, that made it even more noticeable because they were both being fun artists at the time. Um, But unfortunately, Baby, over the past year, has been constantly saying things and acting out in a way that goes to show he don't give a shit. He letting his fame get to his head and acting like he 
can get away with whatever he'd like to because he's that nigga right now. Um, so he really tried it at Rolling Loud because while bringing out Tory Lanez was one thing, and clearly people weren't necessarily happy with that, but some people didn't really care either way. They were fine with it. He then went on a rant during his set. Wasn't that a shout out to you you? Say, we can tell say me what a, he said? We can say shout out, but basically this what he said. Basically, he's trying to tell the ladies, shout out to the good to the ladies with the good pussy that tastes like water. You know, I mean Okay, yeah, know, we, that's we, 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 we okay. can go in that direction. Like that's cute. It's everything that's, like that. Okay. Um, I mean it's not know. my it's not how I you know. I'm the chick who goes in the club and one day be like, you know, I don't care if I have like a stack or a rack in my pocket. When they talk about if you got long hair, I don't care how long my hair is. I'm keeping my hands down and I'm definitely Mm -hmm. not going to put my hand in the ear to show y'all that there's a marking here with enough money for you to come. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no job. I ain't got a (laughs) hundred dollars. Like so these shout outs, they're not for me personally. Not at all. But, you know, he did that. He shouted out everybody who came in with good health, you know, that everybody should be happy that they got health, good health. And, you know, shout out to people who don't have HIV and AIDS. Everybody's all good. You know, shout out to the real dudes who's not in the park a lot, sucking dick. Um, this is where you start wondering if this is really shout outs or are you really trying to fight somebody? Like, Shots or shout outs? That's exactly. the question. Because this now, is sounding very, very suspect right now. So. No, it's not. So, Funky Deneva, YouTube personality, you know, um, had this to say because he's a homosexual male. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, suck your dick in the parking lot. That's very specific, sir. Are you coming out to us? Like, what's happening? <laughs> exactly. Like, what, what is going one, on? This what's way? happening here? Two. It's 2021. Are we still ignorant enough to believe that people who have HIV or full-blown AIDS had to get it via homosexuality? Exactly. Um, that's, that's the issue right there. Today. If that's the case, what rock have you been under, sir? Please let me know. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't understand the rant. Has he had anything to say in the aftermath? So, of course, everybody was lighting his ass up since... Sunday evening. So what he um, fuck y'all? But, but recently, as of today, he posted on Instagram that he was sorry for anyone he offended with his HIV. For everyone, I for offending everyone. You know what? For, Stop for, apologizing to exactly. anyone I may have offended. Stop that shit. Everyone I may have offended, but then at the very same time, like okay, these are his last two tweets. So I tell fans to put a cell phone light in the air. Y'all start a million man march. I told y'all digested that wrong, that wrong stuff, but I ain't gonna lie, I'm impressed. Now show some, show the same amount of support when a racist cop killed one of our black ass. No, fuck you, sir. That, no, that sir, even, fuck you. That, that don't even make sense. It doesn't, they're, they're, not, they're not well aligned because what Funky Danivia, I think I'm saying that right, also mm-hmm. said was, a lot of times when we are marching, starting a quote unquote million man march or rallying against pr- police brutality, it's not homosexuals they're really coming for. They're coming for the dude with the gold teeth, the pants hanging down. They're coming mm-hmm. for the they're coming for that thug uh, persona. 
Yeah. You know, not that the homosexual cannot be looked at and um you know end up in a situation where there's police brutality. Not that that can't be the case, but there is a when they say fits the description. Yes, black is there, but there's black, there's the hoodie. Mm-hmm. That's when there's the police brutality. And the reality is that usually, you know, by and large, it's not women, and by and large, it's not black women. You know, we get it, but not to the extent of the black man <clears throat> and the homosexuals who go into the stores happy, they might get a little side eye, like maybe they about to boost. Mm-hmm. But nobody like thinks that they're about to steal their purse. No. This police way. brutality is, is very, is targeted. It, the target's on the black man's back. And you need us to march. And you need us to march and, and rally around you. Very and nice. as soon as we're done that, you get back to the business of being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. fuck you like fuck the baby basically and then T.I. co-signs this bullshit but exactly because I mean look look at this next one anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS, AIDS HIV y'all got the right to be upset but I said was insensitive even though I have no intentions on offending anybody so my apologies but the LGBT community I ain't tripping on y'all do you y'all business is y'all business no, you're tripping on them because you, are you were talking about sucking dick in the parking lot. Yo, even if it's hetero, so is there a problem with heterosexual fellatio exactly. in the parking exactly. lot? Like, mind your fucking business. Put so wrap it up for yourself because you may have a baby coming from um what the yellow bone. You might have a yellow bone baby on the way. And that means you were not wrapping up. And that means that no. you put the woman that you went back to in danger because he's back with his daughter's mother. You uh, put your, your you put your family in danger because you wasn't wrapping up to smash a yellow bone. Exactly. And I'm sure you weren't. I'm sure you might have got a little for little. Mind your fucking business. And T.I., mind the cases and the many things you have going on. Mind your fucking business. There is no cosign. And you know what? Lil Nas X didn't need to be brought into this either. He has his own problems, Mm -hmm. his own issues. Whether I fan that flame or not, because, you know, his new video, like jail culture, jail rape culture, I'm not really fanning that flame. Um, They're a little bit, it's a problematic thing for me, but Mm -hmm. he's in rebellion mode. And every time you have something to say to him, he's going to come back. He's smart. He's witty. He's exactly what the LBGTQ plus community needs because everybody needs to be seen and they feel seen when he shows up we are not his demo he is not his songs are not for you his songs are not for me his songs are for him his demo for his people to feel seen so leave Mm -hmm. the leave him alone Mm -hmm. leave the homosexuals alone leave the lesbians alone um young ma leave her alone too Leave people the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. People don't need any help. Life is hard enough. Leave people the fuck alone. Please. That's pretty much and it. thank you. Um, what I see going on today, Simone Biles decided she was bowing out of the Olympics. Um, 
for what people thought was an injury or hoped was an injury, but it was not a physical injury. It was a mental injury. Um, Thoughts? When someone is asked, hey, what do you like the most about the Olympics? And the Olympian replies, when it's over, you're being told a very good message right there. Um, Small Biles has decided, like Naomi Osaka, to remove herself from the Olympics due to her mental state and protecting her peace. And I think this is a case in point, perfectly wrapped in the bow of what it means to have people acknowledge that celebrity culture is way out of hand and that coupled with the effects of COVID, our incessant need to return to a lifestyle that is very destructive and does not hold ourselves accountable while we project the sun, moon, and stars onto a small group of people who have expert skills and things that they do to entertain us is out of pocket and it needs to come to an end at some point. Um, Because the amount of pressure that this young woman has been put through in order to have to take the stand that she's taking right now, it goes to show how much we're not paying attention to someone like her and just saying that that's a human being. Do you watch Grownish? I haven't kept up in the last couple of seasons. Okay, but you know, Chloe and Haley, they're the twins and they're track stars. Mm. And they were Olympic, you know, their whole life has been building towards going to the Olympics. Yeah. One makes it, one does not. I, you know, I get the twins. Which one's the one that's showing up? Who's the Little Mermaid? Do you know which one? That's Haley. Okay, so Chloe is the one who is not in the Mm. Olympics. Yeah. Allie is in the Olympics. I guess that's the explanation for why she is not recording because she's busy being yeah. the little mermaid. Black girl magic. Go off, queen. Um, but in the episode, Chloe is like, you know, mm-hmm. she's running. She's fast because she was fast. Her whole mm-hmm. life is about being fast. And her coach says to her, if you keep it up this way, you're going to be in 2024. Mm-hmm. And she had to ask herself, is this what I want for myself or is this what someone wanted for me? It is difficult to build your whole life starting from young because to get where they are now, they had to start from young. It's difficult to determine whether that's a dream you wanted or a dream that your family wanted for you. Yeah. Maybe they fanned the flame of a gift you had, but maybe mm-hmm. you're gifted in other things. And you become the very best that this sport has to offer. And then you are told you're too good to the point where we're not even grading you. You're, you're, you, you're breaking the scale. So we're not even addressing that. Instead of asking people to step up, they're telling you you're too good and you're, you're not going to be treated fairly as a result of all your hard work. Fuck y'all. I'm not representing y'all because I don't like what y'all represent. So... But it even goes deeper than that, because, I mean, just think about, like, what the U.S. women's gymnastics team have been through in the last three years. Like, remember, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the sexual know, scandal. Yeah, we had a sexual scandal where the physician taking care of all these women was sexually abusing all these women. So he was removed, but the governing body of women's that allowed it that allowed it, they're still in place. So then that means that all these women have still been dealing with their abusers, including Simone. So, and, also, and for her to be the most notable one, that means all of the pressures on her back, but she got to be dealing with all the same people who literally allowed harm to come her way to be the ones who just get to choose and decide what happens to her. So I'll say this. As Solange Knowles said, you have the right to be mad. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to be mad about. So be mad. Fuck y'all if y'all don't like it. I stand with you, Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. I stand with you. Anyone who decides that putting themselves before the wants of other people, putting their mental health first, I- I'm going to rock with you. Because exactly. if I'm not good mentally, that's the first that's the first sign of a lot of internal things going south. And you're not going to put me in a box because you want me to show up and entertain you. Fuck off. Fuck look off. At look at Shakara. Like we, yeah. they want to debt her whole chance to move on to the Olympics because she smoked weed. Which, sure, they're saying it's a banned substance, but it's a substance that doesn't affect her running skills at all. Honestly, it's supposed it to dumb it down. It the, yes, but yeah. guess what? Fuck y'all. What y'all exactly. about to learn is what happens when a black woman's fed up. A woman fed up ain't nothing to play with, but a black no, woman's like fed, fed up. Y'all about to see is. what it is. And it's funny because earlier today I was on Clubhouse and then I was in the room talking about Simone Biles' decision to pull out of the Olympics. And literally the room is filled with journalists and former Olympians. And the former Olympians are talking about what it is like to be there in the environment of... It's toxic. It has to be. Yes, super toxic. Well, I mean, and, to a certain degree, competing is a bit toxic. If, if, if it's, there's a very delicate balance between having competition that's healthy and competition that could get downright nasty. We saw Nancy Kerrigan and yeah. the other chick. But but oh yeah, and um Nancy Kerrigan and then um Tanya Harding. Yes. But see what the perspective it gave me and what I've known for quite some time, especially when we were dealing with Shakara, um, is that we don't really appreciate these people at all we do not appreciate them as human beings we appreciate them as cattle a skip as cattle a skill set to be used and abused so it can entertain us for a brief set of hours during a two-week scenario and then forgotten about but meanwhile these people put their entire lives on the line to pull these feats off and they'll just be forgotten about until the very next time i just forgot tanya harding i totally yeah Or just in general, they'll be forgot about in all of time unless something happens to them that is so monumental that that's the only reason that you can think of them. Like, you know, like we think of Carl Withers and him doing the fist pump in the air and we recognize him for being an Olympian, but he didn't even get a chance to be revered for being the Olympian. He just got the chance to be known as the person putting up the black power fist and supporting black people. 
for them being having this incredible backlash against his own country for trying to support his people. Or, you know, you have, remember, Flojo and like her look, her style, the way that she broke those barriers. But then in depth, literally just a few weeks ago, we had some white journalist trying to shit on her because she was trying to shit on Shakara at the same time and show that how these women with their alternative means that being caught up in drugs and scandals. And it's just like, what? Like, for real? Like, that's... This is what I'm going to say. Fuck y'all. And moving on. (laughs) Look, and moving on. It is absolutely vital that the truth comes out. Trying to keep it true. The truth is... So, let's get into some truth, y'all. Truth is, Goody is single. Um... The truth is, Goody's been single for the longest time that she's ever been single before. Um, but it all, you know, I'm 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 a bit of a weirdo. It depends on what you consider to be a relationship. Because if you ask me, on one hand, my last relationship, well, my last long-term relationship ended in 2014. However, I had a situation that was considered a relationship that ended in february so you know that gets it gets a little funny for me having to explain that where with online dating so this is us having the online dating discussion i have decided to date um but i also work from home 100 I don't have to go out if I don't want to go out. So it's hard to meet people as easily as I used to. Enter online dating. That's how I'll start, y'all. That's how I'll start. Joel, you do online dating as well, correct? I do. Well, why? I'm starting back up. So I just gave you my why. What's your why? Well, let me put it like this. Um... I started internet dating way before internet dating was even called internet dating because I'm coming from like early 2000s. Like you, you was with the MySpace dates? Uh, yeah, I, I was doing this stuff even before MySpace was out. I'm talking about 2002, 2003. That's how early I started. What that. was it? Well, I remember there was a site. That, well, we had many sites back then, but the most prominent was Black Planet. However, oh, no, 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 I didn't do that. Yeah, I did something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. But we had like, well, out here in New York, we had New York peeps. That's what I used. No, I That's didn't use that either. You know, yeah. I, I use my personality on message boards. <laughs> I'm signing AOL, like. Yes. AOL chat rooms and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? The I didn't do that either. Rooms. You didn't do that. Well, like, well, it's come from you had a life. I, was, had a life. I had relationships. Like, you know, yes. I, I was in very long term relationships during these times. Yeah, you had a life in relationships. I had nothing but cable TV. So therefore, yeah, I had time. the time. Exactly. So I had the time to be in these spaces and, and get my involved in all this stuff. Now, I haven't dated in well over a year, but I just recently signed up for one of the apps and decided to one. get back into this. Okay, this, so we got your why. So okay, like, yeah. like I just, so we got your why. We yeah. got my why. So, um, where this app is called cuffing Who? it's an app called cuffing as wow cuffing, how yeah, much it costs it, it costs um, anything? 
they do charge, but I've just been using the free version because it looks and feels too janky for me to be putting money towards it at this current space and time. I wanted to support it because it was a black person who made it. And I'm like, okay, but it feels to me just like many of the other un, un, less popular apps was just filled with a lot of bots and a lot of like extra stuff. And then they want you to pay to make all these different connections or like choose how you can like people or how you can respond to people depending on the tiers that you use. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't care enough. I really don't care enough. Especially since I've never heard of this. I So I imagine that they want a lot for a little because, you know, the baddies like myself ain't showing up. Oh, shit. Here she go. Come on. Talk your shit. I'm... I'm I'm joking partially, y'all. Um, <laughs> so my where is um, the black app? I think BLK. Have you tried that? BLK. Yeah, I have tried BLK. I have a funny story for that. Okay, I have funny stories as well. And Facebook dating. Um, um, that is um, that is a sea of disrespect and. What, the Facebook dating? Yes, I avoid that shit at all costs. Why? Um, my experience, it just felt very janky and didn't really make any sense. I didn't understand how that was like linking me towards other people. And it was very clear that like, at least when I started, it was still brand new. So everybody signed up, but ain't nobody know what the hell was going on. So I signed up, but I didn't know. I'm lying. Let's take that back. I didn't necessarily sign up. What mm-hmm. happened was um, I went being nosy because I saw people talking about it. And as soon as I went poking my nose to see what all what was what, they mm-hmm. created a profile for me. My profile is still not fully um, created. But what I understand about the way they set things up is your friends will never see you on the app, but their friends will. Yeah. So uh, my experience, okay, so that's my wear. So your wear is cuffing, <laughs> the cuffing, the cuffing. That's where you at now. <laughs> I am Facebook dating and the black app. Not really interested in Hinge. You know, um, I am from a biracial family, but the black man is my jam. Mm-hmm. And... Hinge, you know, the people them was not my jam. They were somebody mm. else's jam. So, okay. so who? Okay, so who? What? What are you set for? Well, you know, they ask you who you want to meet. Who do you want to meet? What are you set for? So, I put down a range of women between like thirty-one to sixty. Thirty-one to sixty. Yes, people will ask why I'm doing that. Joel is not interested in full-on relationship with anybody until I know I can meet people I actually like, which I really don't do very often. So that's the reason I expanded the horizons because I seem to do very well with older women. And sometimes I just want to be, you know, treated like a little sugar baby. So the, the 60s are baddies? I mean, listen, I've I found a few. I found a few in my life. Um, and then I still 
don't mind talking to women in my age bracket because there's always still some very intriguing people that I can meet. Well, how people. old are you, Joel? I'm 37. Okay. Yeah. I am your I am I'm your mother, son. Your mo- my mother. I'm your mother, son. Mm-hmm. So my who I'm 46. Mm-hmm. Um Dating men in their 30s is a no for me. Dating men in their 20s is a no for me. And I'm starting to feel like dating men who are 46 and younger is a no for me. Here's Mm. the gotcha, gotcha. I'm not necessarily a fan of salt and pepper beards. I will ask a man (laughs) to dye his beard. I am not, I will advocate for any man to work out and go and get the man weave. I don't think men need to age like um, milk. Mm. Um, I feel like I've I've been looking since I decided my age range is from 46 to about 60. Mm. Um, 60 also, but like, you know, I'm meeting more of the 51-year-olds. And I realized, because I really... I don't like the salt and pepper, but I'm going to have to start liking it because I think it's rude to ask a man to dye his beard and <laughs> um, to do it the right way. Cause a lot of these blokes are dying their beard and it's not, it looked like if they put it on like a cartoon or a Halloween costume. Um, so my age range is about 46 mm-hmm. to 60. Um, and that has, that said, I'm on the black app. I don't know how these people, I would, when you say something's a bit janky, I would, I would have liked for them to be able to prevent 19 year olds, 20 year olds, 30 year olds, and early 40 year olds from Anywhere around me. I don't know what they think is about to happen. A 19-year-old. <laughs> my son is 24. I'd never bring you to my home. Mm-hmm. You still smell like outside. I don't know that you got the cologne thing game on lock yet. Um, I don't want to see you with the gun, the gunman picture that you know the 20s and all of that is good for. A lot of y'all look like you just rolled out of bed and didn't learn how to wash your face just the right way yet. Um but still, here they are. And I'm like, oh, they think to buy Finn to buy them a video game. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Keep it moving. Mm. Well, okay. Then let me ask, let me pose these questions to you. Even when you are putting these parameters of who you want to search for, you're still getting hit up by these younger people? Yes. Okay. I understand why you don't want to be dealing with these younger people. That makes total sense. But has none of their approaches been at the very least creative? Well, I don't know. I'm left swiping. Oh, okay. I'm not able with that. I'm I'm not able. So I'm going to share one of the most interesting things that I've encountered in this process of trying to date older men. Yes, because I want to hear what it was like to date older men on BLK because when I tried that, it was barely people over 40 on that app. So I'm very interested in seeing what your experiences were like. So I'm meeting the older men um, and they are 
trying to check me because I guess maybe these dudes don't want to deal with young women and they don't believe I'm 46. They're asking for ID. They are challenging me. It's, it's literally them asking me what the hell you know about this. Like, what you know about this? And I'm like, no, I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm a 46-year-old <laughs> woman. Um, so stop asking me this shit. It's 46. No, I'm not 34. No, I'm not 30. I'm not 38 anything. And I'm about to soon not be 40 anything either. So mm -hmm. that has been one of the most interesting things I've encountered with um, this online dating. Another interesting thing is um, these 51-year-olds uh, are not that much different than the like uh, men seem to just they're not maturing like they should they age in like spoiled milk some of them not all some look good they age in like spoiled milk and um in one respect and in another respect they still eat in now ladies they still very childish uh mm. inconsistent you know that i understand why nobody snatched them up and tried to force them into marriage I think, you know, I think we have, re ladies, what we got is what's out here. And there's pee and poo in the dating pool, okay? Mm -hmm. Pee and poo. That's exactly how that goes. We got floaters. We got floaters. Mm -hmm. So um, give me at least two interesting things you have noted while on these dating apps. Um, so if I, if this is a culmination of all my dating app history. So if I find like one more profile where some woman is riding an elephant in Thailand, I'm going to lose my shit because I equate that to the nigga in the Walmart parking lot sitting on top of his Honda Accord showing off some money. Like these are these very stereotypical, basic things that you see on the apps. So for me as a man, when I go looking for anyone, if I use any of the sites outside of like BLK, they usually are flooded with white women. So it don't matter how many times you try to find black people, it would be like sprinkles. That's it here and there. Even for something as big as Hinge and Bumble, which I had used in the past, it's just like there was... There were quite a number of black women on these sites, but it was always hard to even find them. We have to treat the swiper like a full-time job just to find anybody. So it would always be an issue on that just to get to the people. But then what I discovered, and I feel like this just translates overall, in person, whenever you meet somebody, you're dealing with their representative. Yeah. You know, you're not really addressing the actual person in front of you. Online, though, people have merged their representative with their regular selves and they can't remember who's in control. Oh, wow. And that shit is very, very annoying because it's like we both know people say stuff online with their whole chest because they're so comfortable from where they sit and they forget that at some point in life, you might actually meet somebody who really wants you to square up over what you just said or whatever it is that you're doing. When it comes to the way 
a lot of the women I have encountered are marketing themselves. They talk like they got it all good. They got these degrees. They got this successful career. They got money to go on trips. They can do all this. They can do all that. They're doing good. We try to talk to them and I might as well just be bashing my head through a wall because I'm not really talking to anybody. I'm not hearing any kind of characteristics or things that make you sound like a person. I'm hearing accomplishments. I got this. I got that. And then there was a point where I just sat there and I was just like, why am I supposed to just be talking to a dude then? Like, if all you're going to do is just tell me what you've earned in life, but you won't tell me about you, you kind of sound like the niggas you don't like. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. So it's just like, in my in my time, I'm seeing these well-crafted, well-honed profiles and they sound so interesting, but then trying to talk to them, they just, they have no personality. There's really nothing going on. And then the further I in I get, as far as like trying to get to know them, the more I realize they really do sound like talking to another man. Just dry as hell, no personality, nothing showcasing who this person is, just the role that they want to play. Okay. Another thing that um, kind of surprises me about this experience is one is summertime, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that wouldn't expect as many people to be linking and searching as I've encountered, right? Mm -hmm. But okay, they're there. But, you know, you start having conversations, you know, you you get to the point where it's like, okay, here, because I'm too busy to actually be on this app. So mm-hmm. here's my number, you know, text me. And they start talking. And one, these dudes want to be called Bay so bad. They want you to call them Bay. They want you to be trying to be clingy. Um, these dudes are trying to find or they're, they're appearing to want to find a relationship, which is odd because we're in the middle of the summer. Like, I don't know if they're trying to get their cuffing season situation together a little ahead of the curve, but, and I don't even know if this is everyone's experience. I assume that it's everyone's experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but these dudes are really trying to lock me down. Like, oh, are you... Are you going to stop seeing other people? No, I'm on a dating site. I met you on a dating app because I'm in a dating space. Fuck you, mm-hmm. me. I'm dating. Yeah. And how dare you even fix your mouth to form that sentence? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little like, you know, I, uh, Joel, you, uh, you be out here asking the women to call you big quit. <laughs> Hell no. But see, that's that ownership shit right there. That's the kind of stuff that I hate. See, what you just talked about is an example of like people filling in a role. Like they're not even really being themselves. They're just doing what they think the other person wants to hear. They say what they think the other person wants to hear or they following the script of things that you're supposed to say to get somebody's interest, but then also be like, but I want to make sure that you're going to be on my team while I go ahead and do whatever I want. 
which then doesn't make any sense because it's just like, why do you get to be a thought when the other person is trying to do the same thing? And it's just like, or they're just trying to figure out like whether or not they like people, but you're just trying to be like, well, I want you to say that you like me so then I know that you like me and then I'm going to go and find more people that like me too. And then I'll come back to you when I'm ready. Okay, so for me, I mean, the, it starts to get weird because I grew up a little bit different. Even I like to think my experiences are the norm. And then I find out really quick as I'm explaining my experiences that people are like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. So ladies, let me know if you are also in a situation where men are trying to lock you down really quick while you just trying to date around. Another thing that's interesting to me is the dudes who, um, they want you to know that they were swingers or are swingers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to see if that's a part of what you're going to get into. And yes. I'm just going to be, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. If I'm seeing other people, I want the thrill of the cheating. That's just <laughs> what it is. Why, why you need that though? I mean, if I'm going to cheat and, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. Spiritually, the place I'm ascended to, I like to think I'm not going to cheat ever again. Ever but I used to cheat and um, I much prefer just cheating on the low. You do what you doing and keep it respectful. And I shall do the same that you telling me that tomorrow is Susie night to hang out with you. No, thanks. I'm not interested in that. What is wrong with everything being out on the open? So y'all it know is not you. my cup. Co- that's not my cup of tea. That may well, be the cup of tea of, of the bunny sitting over there. Alice in Wonderland. I'll drink that tea. I like but her. Wait, so the, so like the her. lie and the whole tri- theatrics is your cup of tea, but yeah, just but putting it out there. I don't, uh, you know, me and Susie ain't negotiating our time with you. God. Hurry home. Listen. listen I go be I'm home a- when you reach. And if I don't get there on time, I have the perfect um, alibi. I like my alibis. Oh, God. I'm, I'm joking, oh. y'all. I think. I think I'm joking, <laughs> y'all. I think I'm joking. Like, hopefully, I never cheat again. I don't think I'm going to cheat again because I know I'm going to align myself well. Um, Damn it. Goody shouldn't have said this shit. Goody's looking for love in all the right places. You're manifesting. I'm manifesting the love in all the right places. A nice monogamous relationship because I think it's healthy. Um, But I'm not. We ain't going to do no poly, no swinging. That's not our thing. That's your thing that you're doing with other people. And even if that's your thing you're doing with other people, hurry home and be safe. Well, 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 guess what? That's what I'm doing. And I ain't hurrying home, but I am definitely being safe. But I say it like this. So you're the poly dude. You're you're the one who taking them on the meal to like this food. You like no, this no. food girl, this five-star restaurant girl. Listen, I ain't doing any. How of you that feel about poly? Listen, I don't know I'll put she. It like this. Listen, I don't know Polly. Listen, I listen. I'm just getting acquainted with Polly because you know I I still trying to figure out what makes sense and what don't make sense to me. But I say that simply because I actually appreciate that due to online dating, people are becoming more honest about what kind of connections that they actually want instead of putting on this whole front and lie. There's still plenty of people lying through their teeth, but. In general, people can actually say, like, yeah, I actually rather 
date multiple people or actually rather date poly or polyandry people but if i settle yeah. down into something like from i'm i call me traditional yeah. but um where i rest my head at night i don't want anybody else up in my bed and that's fine because i'm the same way i don't i already told people like even if i ever get into another relationship at all i'm still living by myself Oh no, I, that's not what I meant. I meant I don't want Pollyann in my bed. It's Darlene or Goody. <laughs> and if you want Darlene to look like somebody else, I have wigs for that ass. <laughs> I could pull it off. Well, you know, Darlene and Goody, that's already a threesome right there. So you know. Goody. There you go, sir. You have everything mm-hmm. you could ever need and want. But see, again, I like the way that these things can be more open and honest. Because you see. There are plenty of women like yourself, plenty of men like it's plenty of men out there as well who just want a regular monogamous relationship. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But I think they people like yourselves also have to now acknowledge that a lot of other people out here have been dealing with monogamy for a very long time and they recognize it just doesn't hit the way that they thought it was. So that's a totally different episode. No, no, you're right. But I'm not trying to go that deep into it. I just bring it back. I just said that simply to say it like this. The way that so many people are out here claiming what they want to do and how they want to do it is clearly far different than what it whatever it was like. But I think a lot of people are lying. Yeah, I do believe. But it's because we're in the middle of a process, a whole shift right now. So some people, they, they're good. They actually know how to follow the shift and they, they want to become better because of it. Other people, they're still trying to do things the traditional way. And then, but they want the modern um, accoutrements that come with it. And it's just like, you can't do both at the same time. Like you got to actually pick one. So if you want to get the traditional stuff, then you got to stick with the traditional lane and understand too that like, there are certain things that you cannot do if you want to choose the traditional lane, if you're going to do the modern lane, then you got to leave some of the traditional stuff alone because it just, they don't go hand in hand. But when you're saying lying, I think a lot of the lying comes from the fact that people keep trying to do both at the same time, have this traditional standard of like, you want to be courted. You want to be the only one. You, you want to be treated a certain way while doing the modern of like, well, let me live my life this way. Let me express myself this way. And I the think, two I don't think they have two different perspectives on what they're lying about because okay, what do you I know think men say they want Polly, but they mean uh-huh. they want Polly for them. But they want Molly to be at home waiting for them when they come home from dealing with Polly. Yeah. But now for weird. me, I'm on that goose and gander logic. <laughs> but we already know a version of that, just being Caribbean Caribbean kids. We already know that. Or, just, well, you know, my daddy. Yeah. Was different from y'all. My dad was better than y'all daddies. <laughs> what about your granddaddy? My granddad was different too. I come from uh, the people in my family. It's monogamy, and it's we not getting no divorce. So do what you have to do. My granddad upstairs now, and death is what took them apart. Okay, it's the mm. death. It was the death for we. Mm. So you know. um before we get into something else, tell me how many dating stories. What, share your most interesting, like WTF dating story from online dating. 
most interesting one. Okay. Um, there was a time when on Hinge, I had on my profile that I don't want kids. In a six-month span, I had seven women purposely match with me just to ask me why you don't want kids. They didn't want to talk about anything else. They just wanted to grill me as to why I don't want kids. As if I was saying there was something bad about women with kids and having kids. No, you said you just didn't want your own kids. and I just didn't want my own kids. And each of those conversations were the most ridiculous shit I've ever been a part of in many ways because I was just like, I was really trying to figure out like why is why are these women so ant? And it's just like me playing backseat psychologist. I figured it out. They was all in their feelings about like not having good connections because they were all women with kids, and so that was telling on itself. But it was just like I was realizing how much of the internet dating really projects a lot of insecurities onto other people. Like putting yourself out there, but like a lot of people are not as self-assured as they think that they are and they're really using like online dating as like a way of to validate themselves so that was that was one thing that really got me one time um um another time um i meet this woman we're talking and then we're good chilling hanging out having a good time at a bar one day having a good time flirting all up each other's face. Some dude come in, dapping up his boy, da-da-da-da. She turned around, look, turn it, turn it to a ghost. I'm like, what's wrong? Um, I gotta be right back. I gotta go. I'm, I just gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, she goes to the bathroom. I think she must have been waiting to see if this man was gonna move away or something. Because he wasn't too far away from me. I say like a good 20 feet. That's where he ended up close to me. Then he, he or get something and then he walk away and then they go towards the back. So then she come back out and she's sneaking. And I'm like, what is your problem? What's going on? She's like, it's nothing. It's just, I feel like we should just go somewhere else. Like, you know, like, because you pay a tab, like, let's go. And I'm like, why are you acting so weird? But she will not tell me. So I'm just like, all right, let me just pay this tab and do it. And just like Tay Diggs and Brown Sugar, he see her, he roll up, what you doing here? And then I hear the whole story fall apart. That's that woman's husband. Oh. That man don't know she out dating people. And then basically they start arguing. Because she's saying, well, you was cheating on me first. And then he'd be like, I ain't never cheated on you. You kept confusing it with that because you insecure as hell. I ain't doing nothing to you. But since you are out here trying to cheat on me, it's whatever. Now, normally when I hear cheat and you see somebody and, and you're the person caught in the middle, I'm like, all right. I had no intentions of fighting when I walked out the house today. So I'm damn sure not going to do it right now. So I just need to know whether or not he thinks I'm about to be a problem because I don't even give a fuck no more. Because you just made this whole thing weird. And I didn't have enough Jack Daniels for this to make sense to me right now. So. That's fucking nuts. It is nuts. I got out of it because I was just like, I just looked at him and I was just like, 
I walked away. Like I slowly crept away, like a cartoon, just like do, do, do. Like Homer Simpson into the bushes. Yep, just Homer into the bushes. Because once they started getting real adamant and airing out each other's dirty laundry, I was like, now the spotlight was yeah. Put the lights on them. That's right. I don't need to be here for this. And then the third one, no, no. As I say this, it's both very embarrassing and also proving that I, even for all the things that I knew, had made a lot of rookie mistakes when it comes to this online dating thing. Match up with this girl on Hinge. Kind of cute from the pictures. All right, cool. We start talking. So we texting each other now that we have each other's phone numbers. Things is going cool. She kind of funny. I'm like, all right, she's kind of cool. So we trading pictures. I send some pictures of myself. She sent me pictures of her. I look at the pictures that she just sent me. I go back to the profile and look at the pictures right there. I come back to my phone and look at these pictures and my text messages. And I'm like, this is not the same person right here. Wow. Why? What, what was that? Oh, you know, I was a little bit smaller than the one on my profile. You know, yeah, they gained a little bit of weight. Da, 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 da. I'm just like, all right, cool. You, you, you seem cool, so I'm not going to make a big deal about this, whatever, whatever. So then I'm just chilling, and then she just started being like, so when are we going to meet? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? I'm just like, well, um, we can plan something soon, but I'm just saying, like, I'm a little bit busy right now, but I can do this, do that. She's like, well, what are you doing tonight, though? I'm like, well, after I get off of work, I'm not doing too much, but I'm just like, I'm chilling. She was just like, so why don't I just slide through? And I'm like, so I'm like, all right, well, do you want to meet up somewhere? Like, meet up in public? Cause you, yeah, because I'm just like, you ain't never met me before, so you just want to meet up somewhere? No, I'll come to your crib. Hmm. Red flag. Two of them already. And I didn't take the fucking hit. So then I'm just like, all right, I guess, because this is me just like, open. when I did that thing of all, of all being like, I'm open to everything. I'll just see what happens without putting up the proper boundaries first because I didn't even know I was supposed to have the boundaries yet. So I let Shorty come over. She came all the way from Staten Island. I'm in Brooklyn, in Best Stop. So you already know, this is about to be weird. When she pull up, she come out the car, now I have to take another I have to take another moment to not only look at the profile pictures and then look at the pictures she sent me because now I'm looking at a totally different person. Not even the same face? She catfished me twice. Is it that she gained weight or she just used somebody else's picture? It was both. How you managed to end up in she that? She photographed, she she photoshopped some of her pictures to look like somebody else. Like she used like two or three pictures with somebody else's body and put her head on it to say when she was smaller. But then the more up recent ones was definitely her like a few months prior to her when she was at that time. So she had gained even more weight. She definitely didn't look like what I was thinking of. Well, what about her personality? Was it the same? No, because see, at least before... She was being clever. She was being witty. She was mad chill and everything like that. But now she was mad thirsty. And I was just like, oh, because I let you actually know where I live. So now you're trying to wrap up off me. So now, like, I'm trying to be cool and polite, like, because she came all the way out. So I'm like, all right, come in the crib, chill. We can talk a little bit, watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? And made her a drink, things like that. 
But I'm just like, she's on top of me and she's touching yeah. me and stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, yo, yeah. I don't even know you. Like, we haven't even, what's good? And then, again, I wasn't in a space at the time to understand my boundaries. And, like, when being able to say, yo, I don't like something, I'm uncomfortable with something. So, like, she's coming off on me, man, heavy. And then for a second, she's going to go outside, pop the new port, smoke a little bit. So now she come in, she's smelling like the new port all up in my face, fucking menthol all up in my if mouth. y'all can so see my face. Like, I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. And then she was just like, come on. Like, you know, you know I came over here to beat. I'm like, man. <laughs> like, what kind of man do you think I am? She came over to beat. She came over to beat. And I was just like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know you. Like, we didn't really do anything to be like, yo, like, we, this could really go down. Like, we don't even decide. know if we have sexual chemistry. Exactly. Like, like we don't even know. And I'm like, situation? like and, you, and on you, top of that, I'm like, you dead ass catfished me twice. So there's really no gain I get out of this scenario in the first place. Well, maybe she feel like if you wasn't down with the shenanigans, you would have shut her down from the time she lied the first time. Well, I mean, that's basically what it felt like when it was all said and done. But it was just kind of just like, it was just this need to play it out a certain way to make her comfortable and then not acknowledge that that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, that that's wild. Um, so I, you know, I, I'm not that deep into the online dating trenches. Yeah. Um, one dude... I was out for a birthday party with one of my business partners and a dude, he asked for my number. I was like, nah, I'll give it to you if I happen to see you in here again. Like, if you could stop me, you know, I'll give it to you then. Yeah. He stops me. He's like, oh, this, you're so beautiful. Let's exchange numbers. I want to take you out tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, tomorrow goes. I don't hear from him, but I'm not thinking about him. But now I'm on the black app. And he has sent me a like. And I'm like, this is the dude that I just exchanged numbers with. So I text him like, yo, you actually have my real life number. Why are you matching with me on black instead of contacting me? Oh, you know, oh, that's crazy. But, you know, I was busy. I was like, the way you was on it, busy doing what? How busy could you possibly have been? He's like, you don't know who I am? And I'm like, no, sir, I I, I don't. Turns out he's an actor on a show on a channel that I don't have because my direct TV package would require me to pay $5.99 for this said channel. And that Mm -hmm. shit ain't finna happen. So I let him know. I was like, oh, I ain't got that channel. I ain't never seen that shit. And as a result, I don't know you. So then he's like, oh, it's all good. And then I have another career, but I'll tell you about that once I get to know you better. So now you're telling me you want to get to know me, but you think I might be a gold digger. So you're not going to get to know me. We're starting this with you letting me know there's something that I definitely don't know about you. And that, that doesn't sit well with me. So I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm like, yo, I don't really care what you do, but I care that you're trying to get to know me and you think I care so much that you're not going to tell me. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he is in his mid-50s. 
none of his conversation, all his conversation was shallow. All of it. All of his conversation was like, you're so beautiful. I just want to marry you. That, that's it. I don't know where that works. I was like, fam, you don't have to say that to me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I even, because generally I would be like, okay, no, left, swipe, block, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, and I'm talking to my homegirls. I'm laughing like, yo, this dude, you know, I'm trying my best not to be the asshole that I know I can be. But this dude, there's nothing here. There's no death. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. Wh- he's shallow as fuck. Don't you know this motherfucker gonna be like, maybe we should just be friends. What, sir? I don't even think we could be friends, but w- what just happened? Like, you curving me? And you the one who's shallow as fuck? He said he needed all his conversations to be jovial. And I was too serious. Now, I am a serious motherfucker. I clown a lot, but as much as I clown, I'm serious. But that was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was funny. I thought the you don't know who I am was fu- No, I don't know who the fuck you are. And I don't care. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. Um, I met a dude and we were talking and the conversation went from the app to the phone. And I was like, have you ever been in? Have you ever done time? And it turns out he had done time. But I think he was put off that I asked him because what he planned was to have me get to know him a little more and then Mm -hmm. to take me out a few times and then to tell me. Mm. So that put him off that I asked, even though, you know, I try not to be the asshole and understanding that in America, there is this thing with the black man. Every man who does a bunch of time didn't necessarily need to do it. Tried to be understanding, so that was left. And then there are the men who, like, this one dude, what he liked was the fact that all of my pictures were, like, shoulder, you know, I don't I do not do full body pictures online. I, you know, I think you saw I geeked out because I was roller skating, mm-hmm. and I did, a, you know, I've posted a full body picture. My, my messages have been in a shambles. My DMs are in a shambles right now, just on Mm -hmm. the strength of putting up a full body pic. That's not the kind of attention I'm trying to draw. So this gentleman liked the fact that I didn't post full body pics. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you you know, he's already like calling me, babe. He's trying to tell me to stop dating on the app. He don't want me on the app. And I'm like, sir, no, you're speeding. One, you're never going to be able to tell me what to do. Two, what the fuck is this? So these are my experiences thus far. Um, it's a weird world, man. It's fucking weird. I don't know if I'm going to meet somebody on the online dating. Well, see, I think that it's one of the problems, though, is exactly what I was talking about earlier. It's that traditional versus modern. Like, you are mixing both. So, like, you still want, in some ways, to be courted. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, talk to, spend some time, get to know them. But at the same time, you're also trying the modern approach of dating multiple people. Because for women, that wasn't, that really wasn't a thing until not too long ago. A lot of women were just going one by one. And then, of course, not getting to the, the detriment. 
Yeah, to their detriment. And then when even when people would be like, you should date multiple people, they would just be like, I can't do that. I can only do one at a I've time. I've always been able to yeah. do it. Yeah. See, and that that is the thing. I feel like sometimes when women take notes from men, they are able to like maneuver in the same way and it works out to their benefit. But it doesn't always mean you're always going to get quality in that. And I feel like that's what you're running into right now because a lot of the dudes that you, you're talking to, since they are over 50, they're usually real old school dudes, which means they didn't really progress very well as far as like adapting to the changes that have happened in the last 20 years or so, as far as like how to interact with women, like modern day women. Yeah. Modern day women, but not even just that. It's just in general, it's, it's a basic respect thing. It's like not talking to women as the other, but talking to them as the equal. And when I say other it's because the way I was taught about masculinity and the way I've, I've seen it for other men is just that like, y'all are something that we acquire in life. So you're not even really being viewed as like a whole human being. You're being viewed as this level of difficulty that we got to learn to master and then we can achieve it and then it becomes whatever we need it to be going forward. Okay. And I feel like older men, for, for the most part, some of them, are st- many of them are still stuck in that space where it's just like, you're somebody that I got to talk to a certain way, treat a certain way. But once you do what I want you to do, everything will be all right from there. It doesn't take your individuality into account. It doesn't take your femininity into account. It's just basically this conceptual idea that like, yeah, I heard that you're a real person, but I don't know about all that. But if I do these things that I know women like, eventually you're going to get on my team. And that's the problem because I don't like a lot of what people say women are supposed to like. Like, you know, Telling me I'm beautiful, you know, my approach, one of the most uncomfortable things I've had to deal with and learn to move around is people telling me how beautiful I am when science tells me, because that's how my mind works, Mm -hmm. that I didn't have much to do with that. I know what my parents (laughs) look like. Um, I know what my siblings look like. Yeah we're good looking people and that, you know, that's no shade. I just come from a pretty decent gene pool and yeah. um, telling me that I'm pretty, you know, I was raised where it was like pretty ain't shit. Like, okay, you're pretty, but you ain't have nothing to do with that. Pretty ain't shit. You and them books. Can you have a conversation? Mm-hmm. Is there, is there, can you discuss more than pop culture? Like, you know, so have men really think you want to hear beautiful, you're gorgeous, oh, I, I worship well, you. Yeah, because in general, that is how a lot of your gender like to be addressed. See, like even earlier you said, like, you know, you like to think that your experiences are like general experiences that other people have gone through that too. But the mass public, nah, they don't know that life. A lot of, for, for the most part, a lot of women have had their entire lives wrapped around their beauty and their looks. That literally becomes a definitive point about their personalities. So then that's why so many men are accustomed to bringing up the the looks from the get-go because it usually seems like the easiest way to introduce yourself to this person or the easiest way to like create a connection where somebody like you, you live the lifestyle where it's just like, all right, nigga, you cute, but can you read? Right. Like, I, uh, I 100%, I don't really care 
you know, you could be the most gorgeous specimen visually. Yeah. However, if I have a conversation with you and it sounds like you're stupid, and that's not to say that you have to be textbook smart or educated. There's intellect that I appreciate that if you don't have it, I don't care. And and at the same time, if you have a boatload of money and you're leading with that, that tells Mm -hmm. me that there's something lacking in your disposition as well. And I'm not here for that either. Mm. So that's my truth, y'all. Goody is dating. Goody's dating online. Goody's dating in person. It's interesting. Um, but we'll have more discussions about it. Uh, you know, because it's the thing I'm in right now. I'm trying Wait. to balance. We also got to check something. What? What's your range for the distance? How far are you allowed? I'm not worried about. I, I'm not worried about that. Men might be worried about that, but I, I'm not really worried about that. Okay, so you don't mind me and anybody in any location. This is you know, I, Brooklyn. The Brooklyn got some fine specimens. I, I'm not. I'm gonna give you all that. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> I've always respected the 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 quality of the features of the men of in of Brooklyn. Um, Queens aside, uh, Harlem. <laughs> I really, I really love them dudes from Harlem. The, the Harlem's my thing. Okay. But you know, I that the the. That's not the issue. The issue is disposition. Mm-hmm. And if your disposition's off, ugh, ugh. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the way it is for quite a number of people. So, I mean, I'll I share this as like my little trinket of truth for, for you. And hopefully, it does, it does you some good. All online dating does is just finally put a face to the faceless masses outside. Because every day that you go out, there are tons of people outside just like you, but you're never going to meet them. You're never going to see them. So online dating just gives you a chance to just be like, oh, this person exists. This person exists. Look at that. But it's still a reminder that most of them don't mean shit to you because most of them you're not going to be able to connect with. Because you are a very specific person and you are not for everybody. I know that's right. Uh, if If there's one thing I'm learning... That would be the thing. Mm-hmm. I am not for everybody. You're not for everybody. So the only thing I say is that online dating helps it helps you accept that truth. Like I had a hard time with that before to fully understand that I am not for everybody. Because the way dating was taught to me, it's just like, you know, there's plenty of sea, fish in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? You just go out there and you find something. But, you know, when you take care of yourself and you actually know yourself, I don't even eat like that, fam. No, you really don't. I'll eat shrimp. That's the scavenger. Exactly. He's like, what is that? Catfish? Nah, I don't do bottom feeders. Yeah, you just just start realizing there's a lot of stuff that even though the market is crowded, you're looking for something very specific, a niche almost, because you got to then remind yourself that you're a niche too. Okay. And I like, yeah, a lot of people are going to approach you and just come at you just simply because you look like something that they like. But you're not, not uh, you know. I'm not shallow. When you scratch no, the exactly. surface, there's so much more. Exactly, and it's also a reminder that a lot of things are not about you. You just happen to be involved. But when it is about you, it's very clear. It's very direct, and there's nothing you need to question for that point. Okay. 
let's move on. Into the bag, the goodie bag. So this is where we're going to talk about the things we've been eyeing, the the, the goodies we've been eyeing. Um, What have you, you know, who are you shopping with? Tell me who you into right now, this moment. What's the last thing you purchased that you was like, yo, that's dope. Or what's the next thing you about to purchase that you're like, yeah, I got to have it. There's a reason I want it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So anybody that knows me well enough knows that um, I'm turning into a 40-year-old white woman slowly. So there are many things that I like to have for my apartment because I just want to feel comfortable in this place. Cause I never really gave myself the opportunity to do that before. So, you know, I got like cooking sets, like my pots and my pans, and, you know, they're from Marfa. Exactly. They, they got my Marfa set, got my Rachel Ray set, you know, that going there. I got my air fryer. So, you know, you know, gang gang now. Um, but this is something that I was starting back in 2019, but then I really didn't get a chance to fulfill it because of COVID last year. But I just decided to get back into it. A nigga like tea. A nigga like tea, y'all. I love tea. Sure. And you know, as a I'm proper Bajan, I must. Listen, we love it. Listen, you know, us Bajans, we love our tea. You know, tea time because you know we gotta be like little Britain. But. Um, I'm also not getting to that space of not just the prepackaged stuff, but like the open, loose, open loose tea, loose tea. And because I have a very big advantage, um, one of the things I really, really like, and this will come up later when we're talking about what we like to support. I live near Brooklyn Tea. So I want to support Brooklyn Tea because they were the first people to like give me like that cozy cafe feeling. Well, I could go somewhere, write, and get everything out of my head. And I was just like... Oh like God. friends? Yeah, like friends. It was just like that. But it was just for Black people. And it was awesome. Didn't matter how many white people came up in their space. It was so Black that you couldn't do anything about it. That's how Black that place is. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. this is that segment. So, you know, rep okay. them. Brooklyn so, Tea, where they at? Where they at? So, Brooklyn Tea is on the corner of Macon and Nelson Avenue. Best out Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn Tea at first was just this small little spot on this corner of Best Out right before you get to Fulton. And they have an immense amount of different teas from all across the world. It was very, very crazy when they first popped up because you would not have expected, especially in this neighborhood of Best Out, for a black business like that to last. Because we're in a space where black businesses, they open up, but they usually close within the next couple of months because the market here is just unreliable. But I remember when they had their first year anniversary, we were doing like a toast. I came up in the spot. I was just like, yo, this place, I got to thank y'all. It's wonderful. It's a community beacon. But it's even crazier because it's just like, yo, y'all sell tea. Y'all would have think y'all sold drugs the way y'all been making this money. Y'all sell tea, yo, like for real. What's your and favorite tea? My favorite tea. So they have this caramel puree, which is like this Indian tea. But it's definitely with notes of caramel in it. It's, de- it's delicious. There's a Belgian chocolate one. Is it black? Yes. Black tea, green tea, herbal? These are, um, so the black, the black um, both of these two are 
black teas, but they have green teas, many of them Asians. They have white teas. Like they, Do they have, have a matcha? They have matcha as well. They have berry infused teas. Like they have a wide range. And then they also just even the um their menu section. It tells the entire history of what um what these teas are, where they came from, and the notes in them. So what kind of smells they're gonna get, what are they made of? And it's very, very fascinating because you just feel like, oh, a little bit more cultured. They sell biscuits as well, because you know, I need the stick of my tea. Well, that's the thing. They don't sell biscuits over there. Not that kind of biscuits. They do sell the cookie biscuits. That's what I meant. You know, I'm a proper Bajan. I mean, this tea and biscuits. I don't mean your mama. I don't mean Martin mama biscuits. I mean. Exactly. I know who I'm talking to, but you know, we got to clarify it for everybody else. Okay. Biscuits as in uh, cookie biscuits. Tea biscuits. So we have cookie biscuits. Two different versions. The biggie version and the pot version. Seriously? Seriously. Okay, I need to pay them a visit. Yes, you got to do that. They also got some good pies that come in there because they have these um, bakeries that do business with them. So then they sell that stuff on the side. So now, now I, I have to do this. I, yes, it just has to, to happen. This you has to happen. Try this out. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it's going to happen. I'm doing it. Like, yes. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yes. I'm doing it. Should you come down, then yes, come down. I will be a tour guide. I'll bring you in the spot. You can meet the owners because now I'm cool with them. And that's all it is. Because when I was just there yesterday, I was just, I just went in there to do some work real quick. And then I saw one of the owners, Jamila, and she was like, oh my God, how you doing? I was like, yo, I'm so good. And I was just like, we were just talking about how they managed to keep everything going through COVID because they got, they caught a very, very lucky break during COVID. Beyonce put them in her Juneteenth list last year. Ah, That made their stocks rise up. So they've been having business from all over the world now because people have been ordering everything. And now they just opened up a second shop in Atlanta. Oh, you see? But not Westchester? (laughs) I know. Like, we need another one out here. But, you know, I I appreciate putting it in the Black enclaves. I'm not going to be mad at it. WWGD. I can't explain. What would Goody do? This is where we would be discussing any questions you have to ask me. You know, I clown a lot. I get serious too. But I definitely have a unique perspective on a lot of things. Um, A lot of people like to ask me for advice. Today, Joel gets to ask me for some level of advice. Hopefully, okay. I can help you because if it's bullshit that I ain't never dealt with, <laughs> I'll be like, sorry, fam. Let the people them help you. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. But I do want to stay with our earlier theme of online dating. So okay. I want to ask you something very specific. Go ahead. And with the way that you try to get to know people nowadays, do you require them to be as genuine and open as possible? I mean, like, I know that we, like, like you said earlier, we usually meet people's representatives, you know, you got to play this little shuffle game. I'm just like, who are you? And then try to say stuff until both sides, like, bring their guard down and you can actually start talking like real people. But do you feel like you don't even worry about that? I just come out and I'm being myself. I present myself as organic organically as possible. Um, 
because I am a lot of things, you know. If y'all know me like you should know me, I'm a tarot card reader, high priestess, light worker. Um, there are a lot of unique things about me that I'm not hiding. And because I'm not hiding, you come to my house, you're going to see my altar, you know, which is basically pictures of my family, right? Mm-hmm. That's weird. And I'm not a witch. So I need to tell people things about me out the gate. So I try to be as open, transparent, and authentic as possible. What mm-hmm. I appreciate is the same level of authenticity. So if you try to snowball me, or like if you think very surface level conversation is going to get us where you're trying to go, I don't know where you're trying to go. You might be trying to bed me. You're not going to bed me off of some surface shit. It's not going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, so I do require authenticity, but I like it to be organic. If you are not organically authentic, it's a no-go for me. Okay. What about you? So, well, let me follow up my second part. So with okay. that, how have you been able to manage your feelings when people are not being authentic? And I mean, I'm more than sure that the amount of people not being authentic is a lot greater than the people who are in your experience. So how have you managed to focus your emotions to not let that affect you negatively? Um, I have learned to be able to slow down, mm-hmm. look at my feelings, mm-hmm. ask myself why I'm having these feelings, and then um, get to okay, you're having these feelings because this person is being this way, that way, and the third. Then I have to determine how much of that has anything to do with me and anything to do with them. Like what you said earlier about a lot of this, a lot of the issues being other people's issues and you just happen to be around them, Mm -hmm. that's key. I like to slow down when it gets emotional. I like to think about my feelings. People don't like it, and I don't think it's the most healthy way, but it has kept me from spazzing out a lot. Um, I'm overly analytical, and because I have the ability to do that, just take a step back and and analyze what's going on. This is my feeling. I definitely have this feeling. Why am I having this feeling? Am I overreacting? Is this a valid feeling based on something that I'm going through because they're doing something I don't like? Mm -hmm. And I vocalize what I don't like. And after vocalizing what I don't like, I see if they're going to do what I don't like again. Mm -hmm. If they are going to do what I don't like again, then I realize that this is where I have to disconnect. Okay, I feel you on that. Conversely, I also have to remember there are people who are feeling the same things about me because this is online dating. There are a lot of people um, in my queue, so to speak. There are a lot of people that I'm personally getting to know. Mm -hmm. And when I'm trying to get to know somebody and they seem surface level and I start disengaging, I've started to ask myself if it's necessary for me to have a, this isn't going to work conversation with everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just let the connection die. And if that happens to me, I have to respect it. If someone does the same to me, I have to respect it. So 
I also take into consideration, am I guilty of doing what I am not appreciating having done to me? Mm-hmm. Has this helped at all? Because, you know, I'd be having the things to say. No, this you basically said everything I wanted to hear because I definitely have acknowledged in my time, especially since I said earlier that I definitely tend to date in the older dating pool that, again, people imagine themselves to be more mature, more cognizant of themselves and, you know, able to offer this better version. But then the reality is that, no, nah, that's not them. They're not really doing that. They're putting on an act. They think that they know themselves. They're not really good at managing their emotions. And especially when things don't go their way, they don't realize how badly they're projecting. So I like to know that like people are out here really aware of themselves, conscious of the decisions that they're making and overall not taking a bunch of baggage with them just because certain things don't work out. Somebody said, one of my exes said to me once, um, you are not who you perceive yourself to be. Now, on one hand, fuck that guy, right? (laughs) That's on one hand, fuck that guy. Because that guy knew who I was on site and he felt that he didn't deserve who I was and he Mm -hmm. was trying to break that down. However, on the other hand, I saw myself a certain way and a lot of that, it wasn't even positive. Like um, a lot of people who met me, let's say 08, 09, I was a public prude. You know what I'm saying? Respectability politics ruled the day. And um, there was not, and that wasn't aligned with, I like to live my life 100% consistent. I mean, there will be places where it has to go up and down because everybody doesn't deserve everything. But my principles need to be my principles on like in public and behind closed doors. So there are some things that I had to change. So he had a point a little bit and fuck that guy. (laughs) So that said, this has been a great episode, y'all. I'm here now. Light up. Light up. Bye. Toodaloo. Thank you for joining me for Goodies Gospel. Please stay connected to me on and off the show. I can be found on IG at Goodies Gospel Pod, on Facebook and Twitter at Goodies Gospel. You can shoot me an email to goodie at goodiesgospel.com. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to the show. Thanks for listening. Chat with you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.